Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our very special episode of Rose Buddies. Well, take those socks off. This floor is too smooth for you to be standing on those socks. You might slip, bust a hip, bust your butt bone. What should I be wearing on these smooth floors? You should just be bare feet, skin to skin contact. The floors are made of skin. (laughs) In this smooth house, anything's possible. Did you say anything popsicle? Anything's popsicle in this smooth house, baby. <laughs> it's all flesh. Fleshy walls. <sighs> Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is Rose Buddies. Thank you for listening to Rose Buddies. Welcome. Welcome, and thank you for listening to us. This is an exciting... I'm, I'm like shaking with excitement for a few reasons. First of all, our shit is about to pop off again here it comes down the street and into the house let him in don't be afraid of the tv show that became a person that loves you so much uh so let's let's go over quickly our two objectives for this episode two objectives if you choose to take take them on that's yeah that's how it goes mission impossible yep. uh, <laughs> the first objective is to tell you about the hot picks and the hot pecks on these hot boys that are coming after our girl JoJo's heart and her money. That's right. She's a Dallas oil magnate. That's not true. She might be a Dallas oil magnate. She's a real estate magnate. Her family's got money. That's all I need to know. Actually, I don't know what makes a magnate. Um, I think it's like a like being a duchess. I think that you have you have like a certain amount of land and control over that land. Okay. And also, you have a lot of money. Um, so, so we're going to go over the twenty six gentlemen that are vying for JoJo's heart. And we're going to talk about who's got me rolling. I should probably load up their website, huh? Yeah, I took some notes, but you may want photos to reference. Should have done this before, huh? Yeah. And then our second objective, uh, as we discussed last week, is to go over the rules for our fantasy league that we do every season with our friends. So we go through these hot boys. I want to point out a few things. Who's going to be the high-scoring potential earners? Who are going to be the hot draft picks for your fantasy team? Mm-hmm. Um, who, who have I got crushes on? How many of them do I have crushes? I'm asking you right now. How many do you think I have crushes on? Uh, Let me I'm just gonna, do a quick swipe I'm going to predict three. G- really, dog? Have you met me? <laughs> well, I'm basing it on the bios. That's fair. I'm basing it on the fucking handsome faces and the tight ass bodies and the tight ass asses. <laughs> you can't see their asses in those photos. You can look at a man's face and know what their ass looks like. Derek, hello. Who said that? Was that was that Aristotle? That was Aristotle, yeah, himself. <laughs> um, let's quit tiddly pissing around and let's just get into the the hard business of these hard bodies. Okay. Um... So if you go to the Bachelorette website, you can see a small headshot and bio of each individual. All bios contain a selected occupation that the gentleman selects, uh, his age, and then he answers a short questionnaire Mm -hmm. that the producers use pretty much every year. Can I drop a short bio on you real quick before we dive in? Sure. An important short bio of an important cast member. I'm talking, of course, of JoJo Fletcher, the oh, Bachelorette, yeah. for the season of The Bachelorette. Let me hit you, because I know you're a little bit tepid on JoJo Fletcher. I am, yes. Tell me what makes her special. 
She's a special person. She's a special personality. She's fucking real. Do you remember the realness that her and the Axeman? And the Axeman was not like... He didn't... When he dished it out, it was a real dish. None of this, like, turkey bacon bullshit. It was nothing but the real deal Holyfield. Like, well, he, I, I remember distinctly the moment where Ben was being hesitant and she immediately guessed it was because he was in love with two women. And that was when I thought, JoJo is a perceptive lady. She's a perceptive lady. She doesn't take any guff. And she, she, she and, and it's way too soon. Because, God, I've been burned so many times. Um, particularly with the Bachelorettes. Like, I was a little bit let down by Caitlin, a little bit let down by Andy. Um, Emily was my fave, probably with a bullet. I can't think of anybody that stands up. Des, Des what is, was, tell me about JoJo's bio. Let me hit you with JoJo's bio. JoJo Fletcher first stole America's heart on Ben Higgins' season of The Bachelor, where she charmed both Ben and Bachelor See, Nation no, no, with her no, bubbly no, no, personality. No. I, want, I want to know about her, the woman. Um, <laughs> Is it just all in reference after to Ben? Return, after, <laughs> ben ruined her, Ben ruined her. Ben, okay. Uh, <laughs> after returning home to Dallas, JoJo found solace in the love of her parents, three older brothers, and sister. I bet she felt the solace of the love of her three older brothers. <laughs> At least one of them is definitely in love with jojo right oh yeah okay i think two i think two of them are oh my god remember both of them kind of like teamed up for the the sequel it's more flowers in the attic the most flowers (laughs) double your flowers um uh no stranger to the outdoors jojo enjoys traveling sports country music and playing with her dog jackson it's an all right dog name. Growing up, the daughter of two doctors, she attended Baylor University and received her BA in medical humanities, ready to follow in their footsteps. However, shortly after graduation, JoJo found her true passion, real estate development. Five years later, she runs a thriving business of her own, building homes from the ground up and renting to students in the Waco area. With her family's support, an open heart, and a new perspective on the possibilities of finding true love, JoJo will embark on finding her unicorn. That's in quotes. Her once-in-a-lifetime love. Will she face the unpredictable heartache of falling in love with more than one man? All she is sure of is that she's found love once with Ben on The Bachelor and feels sure that this second time will be her charm and everyone wants to come along for the ride. The Bachelor will premiere. The Bachelorette will premiere on Monday, May 23rd on ABC. I feel like I know a little bit more about her. Do you? Her parents are both doctors. Yeah, that, that was new. Um, I like JoJo. I think she's spunky, and I think she's real, and that's so important to me on these shows. Like, Caitlyn, her season was a bit of a letdown because it all got, like, it was just basically, once she boned down, like, it all just became, like, a slut-shamey bullshit circus uh, that made it real hard to enjoy that particular season of television. Uh, but Caitlyn herself was like, she's real. I like that. I like her realness. Yeah, I guess so. I just... I don't think Ben was that real. But he was definitely, like, efficient. The Axe Man wasn't that real? He wasn't that real, but he was efficient. I think he was super real. I, he he has to put up walls. To, we can't get, like, th- that era is over. I can't keep I talking about how good he was at his job. But he put up the walls he well, needed to do his here's job what effectively. I, I'm not saying he was real like he was an exceptional human being or even bachelor. I'm saying that he was who he was. I guess so. Which wasn't gave, especially interesting. When he gave Jubes the boot, that was pretty real. He was like, straight yeah. up. Not ha- okay, I take it back. I don't, think, I don't think he's an Emily. No. You know, I don't think he's somebody with a lot of personality. A spitfire. But he's true to himself, and he was from day one. All right. You want to uh, get going on these gentlemen? There's also a fucking bio for Chris Harrison. He's in Oklahoma City. Uh, a Dallas, Texas native. Went to uh, Oklahoma Duh. City University. Tell me something I don't know about Chris. 
Uh, he was a he had to cover hard news stories, including the 1995 tragedy at the Federal Building, which profoundly affected his perspective on life and career. I bet that would. Um, he hosts Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. There's a lot. There's actually way way more on him than there is on JoJo. Does Fletcher. it talk about his novel? Uh, of course it does. <laughs> okay. Um, but can let's I, get into. Can these. I please talk about these? Please gentlemen. let's talk about these handsome boys. Oh man. So Griffin has insisted that I introduce every single one. So I'm going to try and go quickly through the ones that are less interesting. Just before you do, real quick, I'm looking at a group cast photo of the whole cast this season, and one of the boys is wearing a Santa Claus suit. Uh-huh. What? There's a gentleman in a kilt as well. Mm-hmm. This is a wild. Okay, let's get it going. Here okay. we go. First boy. First boy. First boy. First. Chain with me. First boy. First. I'm sorry. First boy. I'm holding this piece of paper. I can't clap. First boy. First boy. See, I think we should say first man. Did you go in man. alphabetical? First alpha- man. Of no. course I want an alphabetical order. Okay. Do you want to say man or boy? These are boys. Boys? Okay. Uh, one of these boys is 34 years old, so... That's fine. Okay. Boy at heart. All right. Uh, first we have Alex. Alex is 25 and a U.S. Marine. His bio includes such factoids as he has saved someone from a burning car, and he has a twin. I like Alex. So somebody pointed out, I have not, this, I'm coming in fresh. Uh, the only things I know about these bios are things that people have tweeted at us, like, look at this crazy bio. I'm excited to get to all those. But somebody pointed out there was a trend uh, of there are more veterans this season. Can yeah. You, that's true. true. Uh-huh. I guess coming off of, like, everybody loved Jubilee, and, like, she was very rural. And um, not, I guess, not that that necessarily goes with the the business of being a veteran, but like that's an that's an interesting sort of turn. I see JoJo being into that. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting if it if it changes the gameplay or environment at all with these very disciplined people. I mean, give you that height though, five foot seven, kind of a little guy. Yeah, he's a little guy, kind of a little kind of a squat squat. But he gentleman. saved someone from a burning. Oh, car. G- no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. Like this motherfucker, like tears it up. It sounds like and good for him. And, and he thank has you for your a service. twin. And he has a twin. Okay, yeah, this guy's got a lot. He's lot, got lot going for a him. lot. Um, what's the most embarrassing style you've rocked? My skater face was pretty funny looking. I'm very into he this. He is man. one of many men that reference their skater face. Oh, shit. All right, so let's... Which, I don't know if it's the time period we're talking about. Everybody's in their kind of their late 20s. He's a 25-year-old man, yeah. and that would be... I I mean, I, I, as far as I got into it, it was tech decks, the tech deck lifestyle, and like some poorly thought-out hot topic purchases, including a pair of goggles I wore to school for a week. Um, <laughs> but I don't know that skater lifestyle was really... I, I think I missed that boat. Uh, um, he loves... He loves he loves love, and he saved a life, and he's a we're Marine. Gonna, we're going to have to go through these faster. He's laid back. He's got some tasks. <laughs> we can't spend this much time on each one. Tell me about Ali, or Ali. Probably Ali. I probably think it's Ali. Uh, 27 Bartender. Let me just hit you with his favorite three movies. Okay. And I want you to think about all these movies together. Yes. Dumb and Dumber. Sure. That's, that, that's perfunctory at this point. Midnight in Paris. Okay. And Her. All right. This is a complicated man. I guess so. I guess you get a little bit of everything in there. He's huh? not the only one, by the way, that listed Dumb and Dumber or her. No, dude, that's like that's like a Bachelor bio Dumb and Dumber, drinking yeah. game. But her that was fucking Caitlin's favorite movie, and she was the Bachelorette. That's I know, but her in combination with Dumb and Dumber. Um, no, I think there's a I think there's a crossover there. Yeah, what is it? Um, 
It's not Joaquin Phoenix. Hysterical. Just like both movies had <laughs> me like both of those movies just had me rolling, dog. Yeah. Uh five foot eight. Five foot eight. <laughs> not the biggest boy, is he? No. Kind of a short lat okay. Um, I'm 5'10", so like it's 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 a minor discrepancy. It's just like I'm I'm always surprised when men on television are smaller than I am. I think if I ever met Tom Cruise, my whole world would like come crashing down. Yeah, no, it would be impossible because that that motherfucker's three apples high. <laughs> uh, I was going to move on to Brandon. You ready? Yeah, there's nothing else about Ali I want to talk about. He's got some fucking uh, 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 just eyebrows though. Brandon, I do. I've crushed my first crush. There we go. Oh, see, I wasn't expecting that one. Brandon's got me. <laughs> I'm doing, Brandon, he's got me running circles around Brandon. Now remember, the men are requested to provide what they would like to list as their occupation, and every time they are on screen, the entire season, this is what pops up. Their occupation will appear next to their name, and we've only just recently sort of gotten a little bit experimental with the concept of yeah. what an occupation. Chicken enthusiast, chicken enthusiast, see. Uh, free spirit. C twin. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Um, Brandon, twenty-eight, occupation hipster. To you are able to be that in conjunction with another thing, like if you are a techno prophet, uh, C <laughs> shingy for AOL. Um, you can be like, oh, you know, I'm the hipster techno prophet. If you are, uh, like an American apparel model or something like that, um, I think that can probably do, if you like run a, a website about being a hipster, I think even that oh, could be okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, he's not provided There was any... the pantstrepreneur. You remember him? But that's a thing. That's a job. Yeah. He said it in a dumb way, but I run a pants business is a job. Yeah. What's your, what's your, what's your job, geek? That's not a... What's your job, Jock? Oh, you play sports professional? No, no, dude. I don't play sports professional. I'm just a jock, you know. Hey. Um, and the thing that I think was surprising, because you see someone that lists their name or their occupation as hipster, and you think, I bet his bio is going to be full of real hipster type uh, descriptors. Uh, when asked whether he was a romantic, he said he quote. I want the notebook type experience. His favorite, his favorite movies are Good Will Hunting. It's a good movie. Dark Knight. It's a good movie. And her. It's a good movie. They're all good movies. But I thought you'd be on like some Kurosawa. Yeah, but like, a, a hipster in my head is not going to identify the notebook experience as his romantic yeah. ideal. No, it's got to be like what fucking Benny and June or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Um. Piercing eyes, though. Half crush. I'll give him a half crush. Oh, gosh. You're so generous with your crushes. They're generous with the good fucking looks on this season of The Bachelorette. I'll tell you one thing. Uh, all right. We are going to hit this next gentleman, I believe, prediction, first villain of the season. I read that somewhere, and I don't know where I read that. Chris Harrison was interviewed. Oh, and he talks about... Okay. Yeah. He identifies five to watch. Chad is one of them. Chad is 28. He is a luxury real estate agent. So you got that going for him. Uh, he also a Marine, by the way. He mentions that casually in his bio. Um, he quotes Matthew McConaughey. Oh, my God. In Dazed and Confused twice 
in his bio. No, he doesn't just... No. Yeah. No. Yeah, he does! <laughs> not only does he quote Dace and Confused, it's... Not only Dace and Confused, there's some of that spice in there, but it's also fucking Matthew McConaughey's Oscar acceptance speech for the Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, you're right! Yeah, homie! What do you admire most in the world, and why? Who do you admire most in the world, and why? Myself in ten years. All right, all right, all right. If you could have lunch with one person, who would it be, and why? Myself in ten years. All right, all right, all right. I have a feeling this is not the last time we will read or hear Chad use that phrase. Fuck. It's gonna be. You're his right. Thing. No, you're it's right. It's gonna be his thing. No, it's gonna be a bad, bad thing. It's kind of like when Courtney Robertson said winning over and over again because it was topical. Only it wasn't. By the time that those episodes <laughs> yeah, aired, exactly. she didn't realize that that shit goes up like five to six months after you <laughs> yeah. did the thing on the camera. Oh, man. Chad, I think, is going to be uh, not well liked by the gentleman. Um, but thank you for your service, Chad. Yeah. Let me give him a crush rating. He's, uh, you know, I like the beard. I like scruffiness. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. All right, Jesus. Well, uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> know what I like about those chads? They stay twenty-eight, and I keep getting older. All right, all right, all right. Uh, wasn't JoJo's like horrible ex that like left her flowers? Yes, Chad, also named Chad. Uh, Chad is a bigger boy, by the way, taller. He's a taller boy. This I don't know that this is especially interesting. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, Chase. Also a taller boy. 27, medical sales rep. What's that even mean? I hear so many people talk about like, oh yeah, I'm in pharmaceuticals or, oh yeah, I work in, um, I sell medical machines. He works for like, I don't know, like Claritin or something, going around to doctor's offices, trying to get them. I wouldn't think that those people would need to do the selling of it. I guess I don't understand how the whole business works. I mean, I know they're fucking us over like left and right. And like, I get it. You ever been to a doctor's office and they have like a display of a particular drug? Yeah, but that's all I need. I don't need a human interaction. Like, I'm like, my nose doesn't work. Well, you don't, but the doctor needs to know about that drug and needs to have little materials to put up in his office. That's what they go to med school for. Yeah. What are they even doing in there? They have to stay current. I guess so. On the newest, you know, if you go to a dermatologist, there will be little advertisements for like Botox in the dermatologist's office. That seems kind of busted, huh? Yeah, that's medical sales. Um, let's uh, play a new, by the by the way, let's play a new game for the rest of these things. Just like looking at the favorite movies and play like, which one is the stinker? Because there's always a stinker in there, in there. There's always one little stinker. One well, little... I don't have that in front of me. Oh, well, we got uh, Gla- Gladiator. Okay. Chronicles of Narnia. Okay. Ace Ventura. Like one of them's got to have Jim Carrey in it. That's a guarantee. <laughs> uh, the thing I wrote down about Chase is uh, when asked, what he wouldn't do for love, he said, sell my truck. Which I just thought, that paints a nice picture of Chase. It's like a country song. Sitting in the back of my Ford truck, cruising on the back roads in the bayou. In the bayou? Yeah. And then then he he says something about, like, you know, like, love you, but... I also love my truck. Little bit of chicken fried. It's been a while since I've sang that song to you while you fall asleep. (laughs) Cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans with pictures, right? 
Turn the radio on. A little bit of Jesus time. What was that last one? A little bit of Jesus time. <laughs> is, that a, is that a lyric? I think it's one of the lyrics of it, yeah. <laughs> I'm done with Chase. Okay, uh, Christian is 26 and a telecom consultant. I don't know what that means. Do you know? Uh, he sells fiber optic cables or something. Um, Christian, on his bucket list of three things, one of them was build a relationship with Mark Cuban and earn his respect. <laughs> Christian, my dad, that's such a good one. That's like, I like Christian so much now, and it's because it's like, I like people who, when asked questions, come up with answers that I, given a billion years, could never come up with, and that's like an amazing... Let's, regardless of what you think of Mark Cuban, if asked what you'd like to do with your life, just like, I think I'd like to earn Mark Cuban's respect is <laughs> fucking an amazing answer. It's the earn answer. his respect that I really love about his answer. Okay, number two and number three are also killers, though. Do you have those? I didn't write those number down. Number two, take a trip to space to experience the process and snap some epic <laughs> selfies. Fuck yeah, what do you want to do? I want to make Mark Cuban, like, get down on his knees and, like, recognize my game. And then I want to go to fucking space. And then number three, I want to space spoil my grandchildren <laughs> how was your uh, it's time to die <laughs> wait before you go how was your life oh dude fucking die you remember mark cuban <laughs> that fool kissed the ring and then i went to space on his spaceship <laughs> he let me have it and then i gave you all my money right now uh. christian I I am not confident Christian will stick around, but I enjoy getting to know him. Yeah. Um, All right. So, Coley. Who? Coley is 27. He's a real estate consultant. And I think he looks like an avatar. What do you mean? Like a Navi? Yes. What makes you say that? The forehead situation he has. And the just hair. the hair slicked back, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Navi are a beautiful race. <laughs> I've never seen. I've never seen the movie. Do you know this? Uh yeah. No, we've talked about this. I saw it once on an airplane. So <laughs> neither of us. The have ideal had a great... viewing experience. Uh, the only thing I wrote down about him is that when asked about his favorite book, he cited the Harry Potter series. Ain't no um, shame in it. Yeah, which like I didn't, you know, I didn't really want to cast any aspersions to it's just he's not especially remarkable other than he looks like a navi all-time favorite movies avatar avatar no uh <laughs> gladiator the godfather days and confused i think we could fucking draw a uh like a web map connecting like the different data points for this particular question yeah. and there would not be an isolated agent like among them like yeah. somewhere in there like Gladiator it's, comes up a bunch. Gladiator comes up a bunch, so that's going to be a big connection. I bet you there's more than one Dazed and Confused. Um, Dumb and Dumber is a few times. Dumb and Dumber, definitely. Uh, what are the three things on your bucket list? Go on an African safari, visit every U.S. state, visit the seven wonders of the world. <sighs> it's not I just went to fucking space with Mark Cuban's wife. <laughs> and I brought back souvenirs for my grandkids. Uh, <laughs> Derek is 29. He's a commercial banker. Um, and the only thing I wrote down about him is when asked what he would want to bring to a deserted island, he said, as long as the island isn't covered in cucumbers, I'll be okay. The only thing a man really needs is duct tape. 
is how he finishes that question. Yeah. Which, uh, so here's here's what I am hypothesizing. I think everybody that answers these questions has their cucumbers. You know, they have their like thing that they're like, I'm going to be memorable. For Derek, it's him referencing cucumbers. I guess so. It's abstractly. kind of a weird one. Like, I get some people, I guess, genuinely don't like cucumbers, but part of me can't help but wonder if this is like the most weirdly specific homophobic thing. Like, oh, get those cucumbers away from me, dog. See, I was thinking more like. He knows that something unique about him is that he doesn't like cucumbers, and so he just found a way to work it in. <laughs> work it in. <laughs> um, what's the most outrageous thing you've ever done? Drunkenly skinny dipping in the ocean at 3 a.m. when the sharks are all active. Yeah, and when the cucumbers are all active, <laughs> it sounds like maybe. That would be, that might put me off cukes, I think, if I went on a dip in the ocean when, in the shark times and somehow a cucumber ended up having a situation up in there because it's like how would that even happen how did you get in the ocean you're not known for living in here unless it's a sea cucumber oh god no that would be double bad you ever seen a sea cucumber no i picture them as being cute not not when they penetrate (laughs) don't be such a prude griffin no i don't want to yuck any yums here if sea cucumbers are your thing man chase that chase that uh, all right. Next, we have Daniel, who is 31 and a male model. And he references a particular sports vehicle uh, twice in his bio. And he does it in what is perhaps the douchiest way possible. Griffin, can you read the entry under tattoos? Tattoos. No. Same reason you don't put stickers on a Lambo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then how does he feel about being nude? Very comfortable. Well, I have a Lambo if you park it in the garage. I'm starting to think that we might have, and this is the first time I've talked about it on this podcast, talked about it on the Bim Bam many times, a Turbo Teen situation. Now, bear with me here. Turbo Teen is a cartoon where with a boy in it, and when the boy did eat spicy food, transformed into a, a sports car. I'm looking at Daniel, and he's a handsome enough boy. How big is he? <laughs> Six one. Okay. Six one. Um, is it possible that Daniel is in fact a Lamborghini? Oh. And when he eats spicy food, he transforms into a car. So he's like, I wouldn't put stickers on this Lambo. I mean, uh, tattoos on my body. Oops, I s- fucked Does up. Does he again. say anything about food in his bio? Sometimes they ask them about food. Um. No, he does say he doesn't have all-time favorite movies. But his one top recent movie was The Revenant. Kind of thrown off the curve there a little bit. Uh, And it says when he eats spicy peppers that he turns into a car. (laughs) I thought, okay, so we have Chad as a villain. I think it's very likely male model Daniel will also be a villain. Sort of a Clint role of like the villain's like weird Scott Scott Farkas. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, should we move on to Evan? I'm not sure I'm ready to move on to Evan. Let's spend some more time with the male model? Well, no, I think I definitely want to move on to Evan because I just read this dog's yeah. occupation. Evan. Okay, now, there is a very noble profession. Yeah. In which men help other men that are having sexual, sexual problems. Issues. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
However, I don't believe they share the title that Evan has. No, I think it would be like a, you would have some sort of doctor word in there, right? Like, um, uh, dermatologist, like some sort of ologist. Yeah, like urology. Urology would just, you would just say, I'm, I would say, hi, I'm Dr. Griffin McElroy, and I'm a urologist. Uh, I would not say, hi, I'm Dr. Not Dr. Evan, and I'm an erectile dysfunction expert. Expert. That's what throws me, that's what goofs me up a little bit. I didn't go to school for it. I'm just a fan. <laughs> I'm just a big fan. I'm pa- Do you it's my think passion. He sat in that room filling that out, and they kept handing the paper back to him, like, no, we, you know what we want to see. Don't write that you handle men's sexual dysfunction issues. Write erectile dysfunction expert or we're not letting you leave the room. (laughs) I will say about Evan, you would think his job title was enough and I almost didn't write anything else down, but his answers are also kind of remarkable. Um, Can you read his deal breakers? What are your deal breakers when it comes to relationships? Girls with chipped nail polish... Girls who talk too much, narcissists, clingers, girls who have serious food allergies. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Do you consider yourself romantic and why? Yes, I believe I'm in touch with my sexual energy, and it's very powerful and beautiful. I'm sure it is. Talk about his favorite, his dancing. Whether or not he likes dancing. Do you like to go out dancing? If yes, what is your preferred type of dancing? Booty. <laughs> love it. Booty. Love it. We all... Hey, Evan. Hey, Evan. Rachel, will you just move away from... Just cover your ears for a second. Kay. Evan, we all love it, dog. <laughs> you heard that? I did. I'm sorry. Evan, we all love booty dancing. But you gotta do like a little foxtrot from time to time. You gotta class it up. <laughs> you, can't just go, you can't just go to a wedding and start booty dancing. Uh, if we had the option, we'd all check that box. Griffin, Griffin and I had a lot of debate about our first dance because Griffin was fairly I bo- insistent. I, I booty danced. For a while. Long before <laughs> I had... Oh, you're talking about our wedding. I think I'm saying about the first when we sat we down and we were like, what should our first dance be? What should our song be? You, for a long time... I wanted to do ass everywhere. Specifically booty dancing. Yeah. Yeah. And you did not. No. You wanted to do pee-pee dancing. <laughs> um, who's next? Okay, so yeah. So Evan was a real treat. I'm hoping he lasts a while, but I don't think he will. Well, he's an erectile dysfunction expert. I'm sure he can last a long time. <laughs> okay. You need a minute to recover from Maybe. that? That was pretty good. Okay, Grant is 27 and a firefighter. This motherfucker's got a tattoo of some um, Roman numerals. C-C-L-X-V-I-I-I. That'd be 268. You think that's his ladder? Like his, you know? The number of his ladder? The number of like his, his firefighter team. His fire station? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I know apparently less about firefighting than I thought I did. Um, Grant, um, we were talking about Harry Potter earlier. Um, Grant, when describing his worst date ever, said that he had to listen to a woman talk about Harry Potter for 20 minutes. 
That's the worst date you've thought, ever had. Yeah, which I thought was pretty. It's a pretty privileged life. Yeah. You've um, I'm more drawn to the most outrageous thing he's ever done, which is evaded police in yeah. Mexico on an ATV. Yeah. <laughs> you sure you didn't just like get kind of high one day and watch Fast and the Furious? I think that was four. Do you think Grant will get arrested on air because they'll read his bio and they'll be like, it was you. It was you. We got you. Come with me to Mexican jail. Okay. <laughs> uh, next, we have Jake, who is 27. From State Farm? Do you know that you're in the commercial? Hi, Jake from State Farm. What are you wearing? Uh, Jake is 27. He is a landscape architect. Uh, and do you want to read his favorite movies? Yeah, I'll read his favorite movies. Fucking, they're good. Ninja Turtles 3, Skyfall, and The Hangover. Ninja Turtles 3 is like a good, bold what, choice. What even is Ninja Turtles 3? Uh, oh my god. I think they travel in time. Is that like, is that like a 90s movie or is that like a... 93. Okay. Has anybody seen this? Is this a movie you're familiar with? I've seen all the TMNT movies. It's just been a while. Yeah, they definitely, there's some time travel. Yeah. Some time travel elements. Not related to Turtles in Time, the amazing beat-em-up arcade game. Um, no, that's a bold choice. I'm, I'm with it. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? Married to the Bachelorette with our first child. Isn't that a crafty answer? It's fucking a slam dunk. Yeah, and all the other dudes, with myself. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm going to be with the woman who I'm going to win. She will be my human prize. <laughs> I'm going to get a child out of that. Um, so that's Jake. Uh, traffic in L.A. sucks. It's one of his little bon mots. I'm with you, Jake, from State Farm. I like you. Uh, should we get into the... James Block. James Block. <laughs> Welcome to the James Block. How many? It's, ja- a, it's a commercial-free, nonstop rock block of James's. Is how many James do we have this season, Griffin? Oh, just one. Oh, I'm sorry, no two. Oh no, I'm sorry, three James. Three James. Triple James. Almost as many James as there were Laurens last season. I think there the were four. Amount. There were four Laurens last Lauren season. Lauren B, Lauren S, Lauren H, Lauren H L B. Fuck me! Yeah. I can't believe there are four girls with the same mm-hmm. name. Three James this year. Um, An embarrassment of James's is a murder of James's. Can we just group them together? Absolutely not. These boys worked hard <laughs> to get here. <laughs> Tattoos. Right. He has one on his right shoulder, one on his left bicep. Hold on, I haven't even introduced the first James. Please tell me about James. James F is. 34 and he is a boxing club owner the only thing i wrote down is i couldn't decide they ask him if he has any particular diet uh and he says carb cycling which has to be a joke right what no that sounds like it could be a thing that's a real thing i thought it was just him joking of like i really like carbs and i cycle so that i can eat them no, it's you mix up low carb days with high carb days. Oh God! Not nah, dog. I love it. Muscle confusion. Okay. Confuse the fuck out of your body. Sunday, you're wanting to go normal. Monday, Tuesday, low. Keep it low. Turkey, bacon, chicken breast, <laughs> nuts. Wednesday, back to normal. Get some yogurt in there, some spinach salad, some oil salad dressing, turkey sandwich. You're good to go. Thursday and Friday, you're gonna drop back down to low. Saturday, oh my God, Saturday. Saturday is when things go fucking crazy. I'm talking about toast. I'm talking about a cheat meal. This doesn't seem scientific at all. 
what could the possible what could the pot you're just like scaring your body into ketosis and knocking <laughs> it right out um i do want to talk about favorite movies river runs through it les miserables and gladiator so maybe just kind of uh who's that guy in gladiator and les miserables russell crow russell yeah that's right crow was he in River Runs Through It? Does this guy no. just have like a... Okay. River Runs Through It is Brad Pitt. Um, and then uh, favorite tattoos, right shoulder, left bicep, one on my back. All are being lasered off. I know. That's a lots of regrets. Isn't there a story there? There's three stories there. And perhaps a fourth <laughs> based on how crazy things get with the lasers. All are being lasered off. Maybe they are all like Tweety Bird and he knows that he is going to have to be shirtless on this show. Maybe. I'm going to move on to James S. because he has a nice face. James S. is 27, lists his occupation as Bachelor Superfan. Is that my job? Is that your job? Maybe. I could swear we had other jobs. (laughs) Um, The only thing I wrote down about James S. is his his deal breaker slash thing he wouldn't do for love is go to a sushi restaurant and be forced to eat fish. Okay. What's like your it. fucking... What do you, why did you go to the sushi restaurant then? <laughs> I want to go to the sushi restaurant and I just want to drink Japanese beer and just like sit there. I'm really curious if James S., who we could call James... Um, just testing that out. Oh my God, James S. If you could be any superhero, which one would you be and why? Duh, Superman. He can't die, and there's no such thing as kryptonite on Earth, so I'd be set. You fucking idiot. What the fuck are you talking about? He can't die. Can can he not? He can't definitely die. And there's definitely, super definitely kryptonite on Earth. Definitely. Absolutely there is. Where is there kryptonite on Earth? Lex Luthor's got his hands on some. Okay. Batman's got his hands on some just for contingency plans. Okay. You put, turn one of those into a bullet and you shoot him in his fucking super brain. Guess what? He's a dead guy. He's a dead Superman. So he's not a Superman super fan. He's a Bachelor super fan. That's all we need. Dang, he needs to quit talking out his ass. <laughs> my, my favorite is probably Wolverine from X-Men because he doesn't have adamantium grafted to his bones. Uh... Griffin. I like Cyclops because he can use his eyes regular. No. Griffin, now all we're doing is taking away time from the final James. Is that your final James? <laughs> this James is 27. He's a singer-songwriter. That's unbelievable, by the way. What's his last initial? T. James T. Oh, that must be all we get, right? Because all you need is a last initial. That no. is insane. No, we get his full last name because his full name is James Taylor. <laughs> The other one's just got the S and the F. He got the benefit of being James Taylor because he's James Taylor. Because he's a singer-songwriter. He's a singer-songwriter named James Taylor. James Taylor. He's James Taylor, the Mm singer-songwriter known as James Taylor. Mm -hmm. Um, I started to become a little conspiracy theorist when I was looking at James Taylor, and I started to wonder... Did James Taylor have a son that he also named James Taylor? And here's why I thought that. Oh, my God. Because when asked if he was romantic, he said he loved making a girl smile. And then he said, quote, I get it from my daddy. And I thought, 
Is that like, is that, is that a hint? Is he hinting? Is he hinting that his father is James Taylor? You think he's really James Taylor's son? Maybe. James Taylor had kids. That would seem busted. I I don't think many celebs like name their kid after themselves because they George Foreman. Okay, you just made a face at me like I (laughs) would know that. George Foreman named all of his sons George. Do you not know this? No. Yeah. How many boys? I don't know. Google it. George Foreman. He had a fleet of boys, and he named them all George. I thought this was common knowledge. This is the craziest. You've just opened my eyes. He's got five sons and seven daughters, which is a brood. (laughs) His sons, George Foreman's five sons, his five beautiful sons, are named George Jr., George III, quote-unquote monk, George the Fourth, Big Wheel, George the Fifth, Red, and George the Sixth, Little Joey. Just, just name the fucking kid Joey. That's not how the numbers work either. Because they have to name their kid George and then the number goes up. If you have 12 Georges, they're st- all George Jr. Because you're George One, and their kid could be George Three. So I'm saying the Bachelorette's James Taylor... Is maybe the son of James Taylor. I am definitely going to keep that going. I'm definitely going to live in that fiction with you together. Okay. okay. Um, uh, I already saw a teaser for his entrance. Oh, God, no. He does come out of the limo playing guitar. Oh, God. Is mm-hmm. it? Is it one of those James Taylor classics? No, I didn't hear the song. I don't know what it was. Fiery Man? Miss Seeing You Around? <laughs> Call my call my name is one of them I think. Friend, the theme song from Friends. <laughs> you got a friend in me. That was definitely him. No, baby. Uh, let's talk about Jonathan. Jonathan. Jonathan is twenty nine. He is a technical sales rep. Uh, when asked if he could be anybody else for one day. He said, I would want to be someone incredibly poor in a third world country to see what it is like and appreciate what I have. Nah, you wouldn't. Nah, you wouldn't. Nah, dog, you wouldn't. You'd want to be Mark Cuban. <laughs> You'd want to be Mark Cuban. I think I'd like to be anybody in space right now. Who's all in space? I'd love to get up there. Um, yeah, so I think he's a big old phony. I think Jonathan will quickly reveal himself to be a big old phony. Uh. One of the questions is just gluten, and he says, "I don't think that's a real allergy." Oh, thanks for your input, Jonathan. Yeah, thanks for your input, Doctor Jonathan. Uh, who's your favorite author? J.D. Salinger or R.L. Stein? R.L. Stein. I saw that. <laughs> um. Okay. Should we move on to Jordan? Yeah, I think I'm done with Jonathan. Jordan. Oops, I accidentally clicked back into Brandon. That's he's got a nice smile. Jordan may look familiar to you, Griffin. Jordan is 27. He is a former pro quarterback. (gasps) Jordan is the brother (laughs) of Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Are you fucking with me right now? I am not. Now I gotta Google this. This has been widely, uh, widely publicized. 
This is fucking bananas. This got teased before they even announced JoJo as the Bachelorette. If you Google this, you can actually see his name leaked to Kayla back when everybody thought Kayla was going to be the Bachelorette. Damn. Um, you mean Kayla zero zero one? Um, I mean, we got ourselves a front runner, folks. Yeah, I think his odds are really good. Just based on like. Tell me more about yourself. Oh, have you ever seen the Green Bay Packers? Did you remember when they won the Super Bowl in 2010? <laughs> yeah, that was like my bro. It was like my bro. You know that guy that's dating Olivia Munn? I hang out with Olivia Munn like all the time. What do you want to know about her? Yeah. That's we're, a fucking power We're real Munnheads in the Rogers home. 27 years old, younger than me, former pro quarterback. What did he do? He wasn't in the NFL, was he? Uh, I think he's Canadian. I think he was in like some kind of Canadian football. Uh, no, he played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Miami Dolphins. Oh. As well as the BC Lions and the Canadian Football That's League. what I was thinking of. Um, man, dude got around. Um, will you read... This is a very Rogers answer, I think. Just based on what I know about Aaron Rodgers. Will you read the craziest thing he ever did in the bedroom? Oh, boy. Try to hang a TV on the wall without directions or a stud finder. I fucking love this family. Adopt me, Aaron Rodgers. Adopt me, Aaron Rodgers. Or Jordan Rodgers. I'm not picky. You're younger than me. Adopt me. I'll be your son. I don't give a fuck. This guy's going to be wholesome. He's going to be charming. He's going to be my dad. He's going to get me tickets <laughs> to like every Packers game. Fuck. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. This is wildly exciting. This is our first draft pick, dude. We haven't been talking about like the poten- draft potential. I think, all joking aside, I think this guy's, you can't send home Aaron Rodgers' brother night one. No, he's going to he's gonna last at least past night one. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 you think she'll like keep him to hometowns? Because I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, dude. Fucking awesome. I mean, yeah. it depends on when they film it. He might be, you know, A-Rod might be on the road, but I'm trying to take that name back and like give it to, because A-Rod's not going to fucking use it anymore. What's he doing? Next up is Luke. Luke is 31. He is a war veteran. He's the handsomest single person I've ever seen. Um, will you read who he wants to meet? Um, oh, my God. If you could have lunch with one person, who would it be and why? Mark Cuban. <laughs> because I want to know what he thinks made him successful. What is it, man? What's going on? This season, it's all Gladiator and Mark Cuban. See, I like this guy's... Wait, what are his favorite movies? Lonesome Dove, Forrest Gump, Step Brothers. I think this guy might be an outlier. Um, I what I like about him more than uh, the gentleman whose name I already forgot, who I professed my love for earlier because his life goals are so dope, um, is that guy said he wanted Mark Cuban to respect his game. This guy's coming to Mark Cuban for like lessons. He wants to improve himself, and I appreciate that drive. Yeah, I I think. I think Luke, another war veteran. I think he he stands some no good kidding. chances. Just the handsomest, like I don't smokiest. Remember. Can you can you tilt your computer towards me? I don't remember what he's he making looks a like. face that made me feel like I was. Oh yeah, he's got an intensity to him. Um, yeah, I think Luke's a I think Luke's a strong a strong choice. Um, Nick B. There are two Nicks this season. Gotta be yeah. Uh, Nick is 33. He's an electrical engineer. Um, we got like seven left, by the way, folks. We're yeah. almost through this thing. Yeah, we're, we're doing our best. Nick B, electrical engineer. Um, what? I want to intro this, and I can't remember how it's listed. Um, it's a particular bird 
that what's he's your fav- interested in. What's your favorite in. magazine? Yes. What's your favorite magazine? Ducks Unlimited. Gotta know now. I gotta Google that. What's Ducks Unlimited? <laughs> Is it about the hockey team? Uh, related. Nick B was uh, asked what the most romantic present he ever received was, and he said that he has never received a romantic present. <laughs> he's not sure why. So I like that in the context of Ducks Unlimited. Ducks Unlimited is an American nonprofit organization dedicated to the conservation of wetlands and associated upland habitats for waterfowl, other wildlife, and people. It had roughly 597,000 members as of January 2012. Dude loves ducks. Dude loves some motherfucking ducks in this house. And you have to love that. Who doesn't love a good duck? If it, if it, if it was like geese unchained, I'd be like, nah, 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 nah. But ducks? Uh, the other Nick, Nick S. 20- You're already off. I do want to point out Nick B. Does have... Gladiator and his favorite movies. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful film. I have to catch that one, I guess. Uh, Nick S, uh, 26, software salesman. Um, Are you sure it's not Nick's? Nick's. <laughs> Either plural or named after the Fleetwood Mac. Why take one Nick when you can have two in one? Uh, Nick, the only thing I wrote down was the contrast back to back. He says the craziest thing he's ever done is chased a mountain lion. And then he said um, the food that he doesn't like is scary cheeses. So I just thought. <laughs> the con- Hi, I'm scary cheeses. The contrast of saying, oh, yeah, no, this one time I like totally chased a mountain lion. But don't you come near me with that scary cheese. Let's talk about this question. If you could do slash have any job in the world, what would it be and why? Answer. Don Draper, James Bond, they kill it. Not an answer. Not a job. Yeah, not a job. <laughs> not a job at all. If you have no, one job in the world. Unless you're John Hamm or Daniel Craig, let's say, then it's a job to be Don Draper. Then it's a job. What's your Bond? job, John Hamm? Uh, Don Draper. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. That 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 actually tracks. Uh Peter, twenty six, staffing agency manager. Um temp. Talk about his most embarrassing look, I believe is how it's phrased. What's the most embarrassing style you've ever rocked? Yes. This fucking I can't read this. I can't read these out loud actually. My religion prevents me from saying this out loud. <laughs> Um, One of them is Skater Boy. Do you want to say how he spelled that? The Avril Lavigne way. <laughs> and you know what that means. I also went through a pretty thuggish stage. Thuggish stage. Neat. Neat and cool. What's your most embarrassing moment? My pants fell down in a football game. Like you didn't pull them down. So everyone had to see your wormy Skater Boy. <laughs> All-time favorite movies, Limitless, The Departed, Dumb and Dumber, definitely. (laughs) Check my Wormy out. (laughs) Touchdown, Wormy. Uh, Robbie, age 27, former competitive swimmer. Now Robbie's doing his best. Let me tell you when Robbie won me over. Okay. When he listed his favorite flower. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
Because the answer, let me tell you what the answer to all this has been and every other profile has popped up in. A rose, idiot. Yeah, rose, duh. Of course, rose. Yeah, rose, rose. That's what I want. I feel like they only included all those so that Robbie's answer would be (laughs) ten times funnier because it's fucking hysterical. Will Will you say his answer in your best Robbie voice? Yeah, sure, I'll try. Okay. Honeysuckle. Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. I was so honeysuckle. charmed by that. I immediately made him one of my favorites. Okay. Like, he's going to make it far. Robbie is going to make it far. Um, honeysuckle. Delicious. <laughs> it is delicious. Yes. I used to pluck those bad boys off the vine. Just like. It is delicious. Get that drippy drop. And I, I would never have thought of that. It harkens back to a simpler time. It does. I had some back on my old fence. Mm-hmm. We have some my, on my, our house right now. Me and my neighbor Courtney used to like hang out and just like, just drop drop them yeah. suckles. Um, I do like him. Hopeless romantic? Yeah, I'm a hopeless romantic. Because there's nothing more satisfying than a genuine big smile from the girl you would give the world to. Isn't that beautiful? Robbie is, is just right for JoJo. Done. Uh, next up, Sal is 28. He's an operations manager, and he lists a movie that I have never heard of in his bio. What is it? Real Steel? Yeah, it's like the robot boxing movie. What is that? It's robot boxing. It's got Hugh Jackman in it. Hugh okay. Jackman. He does, he's a former boxer, but he controls big robots from, like, mechs, and they Is box. this a movie other people will know? Uh... It came out in 2011. I think I only know... No, I don't know why I would know it. There's an iOS game that came out for it that was pretty good, actually. There I think that's go. the only way I know There we go. Uh, but so, yeah, so I thought that was kind of exciting, just to see a movie I hadn't You know, it's got 7.1 7. on IMDb. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a fucking insane choice for your favorite movies of all time. <laughs> um. Next up, Vinny. Oh, is that all that that dude gets is real yeah. steel and then we done? Yeah. We still have to get through the fantasy rules. If you're stranded on a desert island, what three things would you bring with you? And what, under any circumstance, could you not tolerate on that island? <laughs> Cell phone, portable air conditioner, gun. No Kardashians on the island. Is that a threat? <laughs> because of gun? By the way, enjoy plugging in your portable air conditioner and keeping a charge on that cell phone. You fucking dummy. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, Here's my gun. I'm going to hunt with it. Yeah, you're going to hunt with it. Like six times. Because you forgot to bring bullets. You think he'd be okay with cucumbers on that island, though? You'd fucking shoot him. Target practice. Boy, I love guns. Oops, I'm dead because I didn't bring the right shit. I wish I had some companionship. Gosh, I wish I'd not prevented the Kardashians from joining me on this island adventure. They probably would have brought smarter shit. You ne- roasted, Sal. You just got roasted, <laughs> you got son. Him. You got him real good. <laughs> Uh, next up, Vinny. Vinny is 28. He is a barber, which how perfect is that, a barber named Vinny? He's got a, he's got a dope-ass lineup. Like, that's legit. I'm zooming in on that lineup. No, that's good. Is that what you call a hairstyle like that? A lineup? A fresh lineup, yeah. It's not just the hairstyle. It's like those bangs are like, it's a perfect little frame to the side of the, the side of the head's hard to do. Hmm, okay. Uh... I wrote down the one thing that Vinny wouldn't do for love is use turkey meat, which I okay. enjoyed. What he 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 purports to be a a cook, and so I'm guessing use turkey meat is him saying like I have standards as a cook. It's real healthy though, dog. Yeah, and you can dress it up to taste real good. Yeah. 
Um, if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? Healing ability. Because you can heal yourself and others forever. So like a doctor. Well, you mean a doctor then. <laughs> yeah. And I think it means like Wolverine healing ability. But like, if Wolverine was just like a guy that like got shot and healed, that wouldn't be very cool. You think about Wolverine, you don't think about the mutant healing factor. You think about the adamantium skeleton. That's all I'm saying. It's not a good superpower. Just make yourself invulnerable. Then, you know. Or be Superman so you can never, so ever die. you can die. never die because there's no kryptonite on Earth. <laughs> Boom. Um, be Batman because he can turn into bats. What? That's why I love Spider-Man's sharp fangs. <laughs> uh, Griffin, keep that energy up because our next gentleman's name is Wells. He's 31. I love Wells. He's a radio DJ. He looks cool. He has a cool jacket. He's wearing his radio station promotional jacket, it looks like. Here's what I'm going to say about Wells. I don't think he's here for the right reasons. What the fuck? Just because he has like a... That's garbage. Because if I came on this show and it was like podcaster, then you would think like, oh, he's just there to promote his podcast? Is that what you think of no, like no, anybody okay, in the entertainment so, business? No, when they ask him where he sees himself in five years, before he says married or with kids, the very first thing he says is syndicated. That's a little shady, right? Um, No. Because literally only one person said like, in love with the Bachelorette. Everybody else was like, fucking said... having sex with Mark Cuban. <laughs> How is that any worse? I just, I think his priority, number one... At least he mentions married with a couple kids. Like, almost nobody else did that. I think you're I think you're throwing shade at Wells, who is, I think, a handsome lad, and I think he's an interesting individual. Let's talk about those movies. Those movies. The Shawshank Redemption. Play Misty for me. Back to the Future 2. We can overlook that. It's not the best of the Back to the Future movies. Um, How tall is he? Six foot. 31 years old. I think this is a cool cat. I don't think he's there for the right reasons. What foods do you most dislike? I don't love pizza. I know that's weird, but it's true. Get the fuck out of here, Oh, Wells. you know what? This is what stood out to me. Okay, he doesn't love pizza. Right. If you look at JoJo's bio from Ben's season. It says, she, like, she loves pizza. Yeah, it says, like, ideal date and pizza is listed. But let me tell you about this. Her, his idea is the ultimate date. Really good tacos, a great live band, a walk around the city, and wine and cheese on my front porch as Otis Redding plays on my turntable. Sounds fucking perfect, Wells. Maybe you should marry Wells, then. I'd ride his Wells Fargo wagon, if you know what I'm talking about. Nope. (laughs) Talking about his penis. Is the microphone going to pick that up? If you picked it up, the mic picked it up. Oh, God. Let me check my levels. Yeah, you, you get a little bit of movement on the waves. <laughs> last boy, last, last boy, last boy. And then, oh my God, we've been going for an hour and two minutes. See, this is why I was trying to rush us along. We still got to do the rules. Let's just burn down Will. Let's just burn Will's shit Will, to the ground. Will is 26. He's a civil engineer. Um, say what he says about dancing. Um, do you like to go dancing? If yes, what's your preferred type of dancing? Yes, my go-to move is called burninging. It is loosely based on Bernie Sanders. No, it is loosely based <laughs> on the '80s classic "Weekend at Bernie's." Can't wait to see that. Will, um, if you'd be someone from one day, who would it be and why? Probably John Mayer, because I want to melt faces with a guitar solo, then melt hot hearts with some sappy lyrics. In two thousand and four, <laughs> nah, he's still good. He's still, is he doing his shit still? 
I don't think so. Jan, I don't think so. You don't hear as much from him nope. anymore. Hence my joke. Yeah. That's the boys. Who That's do you the like? boys. Who do you like of the boys? Obviously, James Taylor. Obviously, Lil, Lil Rogers. Obviously, Luke. You know I like Robbie because of Honeysuckle. I know you like Robbie. Uh, I am curious to see what happens with uh, winning the respect of Mark Cuban, Christian. Um, yeah, I'm curious. I don't think we're going to get to hear the end of that particular tale. I don't know if I don't know if JoJo's going to help him check things off that particular. Um, Alex has a twin. Save someone from a burning car. I will return to that. I think. Yeah, that's a I strong... think Alex is. That's a strong story. Yeah. Um. And then James Taylor, Jordan already said that. Luke. Uh, those are probably my favorite boys. And again, I do like Wells a lot, but I feel like Wells is like my cool guy pick that I want to hang out with and they never go far at all. Also, I'm couching this to say he could end up being a complete and total D and I don't want to, you know, tie myself down. Yeah, of course not. Well, no, it's you're not bound. Um, let's talk about those rules real quick and then we can get these people on their way. Lots of changes. We literally f- worked on these rules and I just floated it to our group and it sounds like they are responsive. Gotten a couple emails back at these rules okay. saying that they're into it. So um, if you haven't seen on the Facebook group, there is a very helpful person who made a website called theroserekener.com. And we've completely fucked that website up because we've changed the rules yes. dramatically. Well, uh, that website was based on our friend, our dear friend, Chris Plant, who is our neighbor and who watches the show with us. Along writes with his wife, for The Verge. He writes for The Verge and wrote up like a truncated list of our rules, leaving off some of the more, um, let's call them heinous, dehumanizing <laughs> rules. Um, mm-hmm. Because we didn't necessarily want to own that on a website, but here on Rose Buddies, we're just going to let it all hang out. Yeah. The idea is you have people on your team. I see, I see, there's so many ways to do it. A lot of people do brackets, like uh, uh, college basketball style. A lot of people do just like a knockout list, like everybody picks their faves. And then if you lose contestants, whatever, and it's last person standing, essentially they win. That's an okay way to do it. We get a little bit more involved with a list of actions that are worth points. Kind of like in fantasy football, you get a touchdown, you get points for your your fantasy team, whatever. We have lots and lots of them, and we're going to post them on the Facebook group. So this list we're about to run down is going to be extensive and really hard to follow. But it's all on the Facebook group. If you want to do this with your friends, and you should because it's fucking the best way to watch this show ever, uh, you can find the full list of rules there, and you can start playing along. Um, yeah, so just quickly, previously... When we did this, and this is still a totally acceptable way to do it, um, we would allow all the contestants to exit the limo. And immediately after they exit the limo, we would stop watching and very quickly uh, draft Yes, based on their limo exits. So we've changed that this year. And I'm yes. excited about this change. Um, the numbers of how many people you have on your team, you may have to change based on how many teams you have playing. Yeah, we if have, have a ton, big group. If you have a ton of, pe- a ton of people playing, I think we'll, we'll have five teams. Um, it should work for that. Um, if you have like 10 teams, then you're obviously going to need to tweak things a bit. Uh, in our rules, everybody gets three contestants on their team. Uh, and each contestant can be on up to two teams. So you and another team can share a contestant. You both get the points whenever they do the stuff. Um, no two teams can be the same, though. You can't have three teams or two teams with the same three members on it. These numbers are going to get kind of confusing, but bear with me. The first member of your teams, you draft based on these bios. So I hope you were paying attention to our... Because <laughs> uh, you're picking somebody now. Also, you're picking somebody now. Well, no, just pick somebody before the episode starts. 
And that is like your crazy random choice. There's probably like, so there's reality Steve out there that if you are friends with a dick, um, that wants to cheat to win this fun game that you guys are all playing. And like, there's just <laughs> nothing you can do about that. Um, but this adds like a layer of randomness to it. That's going to be an equalizer later on your second, uh, contestant you draft after the limo exits. So you get that first impression. You're literally handing out a first impression rose. Yes. Um, and then your third person you draft after the end of the first episode. Yeah. That'll be your three person team. Um, if one of your team members gets booted, you can replace them from the pool of remaining contestants who aren't already on two teams. If multiple teams have to redraft, then the team with the fewest number of points drafts first. Um, and then the only other thing is from episode two on, uh, the team in last place in our league has the option to switch their roster out between episodes however they want. So this is an important one because there's no other way to switch your roster out unless you unless they get kicked off or unless you're in last place. If you're in last place, you get this like Hail Mary of giving giving yourself a little bit more agility to like react to how the winds are blowing and change your yeah. team and save yourself and that's something that not not anybody else gets it's really hard to figure out how to like balance this game so it's not a complete fucking blowout every year um and i think this might help us because the producers will set up in the first couple episodes you'll know who some of the favorites are because they'll be very exactly. clear but with these it. rules it may be too late for you to grab one of those favorites unless you're in last place and you need a leg up and you can get there yeah. otherwise like everybody's teams using this drafting mechanic should be just okay Unless they're very lucky, in which case they'll be in the front and they will never get a chance to redraft. Uh, should we start talking about points? Oh, and one other thing: if once you get to the point where you can't redraft according to the rules of not having of having everybody on on two teams, once they're like probably like eight people or so, um, you everybody drops down to two team number two team members, and then once you get to hometowns, everybody drops down to one. And at that point, the winner will probably be clear, but like, there's just nothing you can do about that. That's just like it's playoffs, you know. There can be a, a miracle switcheroo, but probably not. Um, so, yes, let's get into points. It's going to sound very confusing, but there's a method to all of this madness. There's a lot of things. Again, get on the Facebook group. You'll find the full list there, but let's run down them. Kiss. You get a kiss. That's plus five points. If you get a makeout, that's an additional two points on and top this, of this And this is dependent on your group. We've had lots of arguments around on where you turn the corner. When does a kiss become a makeout? We decided if there's tongue, if there's face touching, it's a makeout. Yeah. Also, you can base it on time, you know. Yeah. Um, you get in a hot tub, that's plus five points. You dance, that's plus five points. You give the bachelor at a gift. I haven't gender swapped all these, by the way, so I'm going to say the wrong shit pretty much constantly while I'm running down this list. I hope that's okay. Uh, just do it. You figure it out in your head. Uh, give the bachelor at a gift, that's plus seven points. Learn to get over your fears. Doesn't happen as much on The Bachelorette, but that's plus five points. Yeah, so this is like if somebody's like, oh, I really hate heights. I hope we don't go on a height state. And then, oh, surprise, you're going skydiving. Yeah. Almost every time the contestant will say something like, you know what? I would normally wouldn't have done this, but I was there with The Bachelorette and I was able to overcome my fears. Yes. Uh, steal The Bachelorette away from another man, plus five points. Literally say, can I steal you away? <laughs> that's another two points on top of that. Uh, th this is great. 
Helicopters, if you get in a helicopter on your date, that's plus seven points. It's considerably more than a lot of the other things. And I like there being like, I get excited every time I see a helicopter. Yeah. There's like a helicopter premium bonus round. Some seasons, they happen more than others. I mean, they're, they are in every single season. Yes. But sometimes they happen more often. Uh, sports car, getting a sports car on your date, that's plus five points. Do extreme sports on your date, plus five points. Watch out for your shit friends, because your shit friends will be like, oh, they're hacky sack, and that's extreme. Shut yeah. No, wrong. <laughs> Um, experience local culture on the destination dates. Now, this one is also can be up to interpretation, but like it should be fairly obvious when it's happening. Yeah, a lot of times they'll walk around a local market or they'll sit down with a local craftsman and, and learn how to make that craft. It very Playing like street soccer on the streets of Brazil with a bunch of children. Yeah, while like traditional Brazilian music is being played. Like yeah. that's experiencing local culture <laughs> so that 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 all falls into a category oh we need to m- mix up the categories i think we didn't moving them into categories is a new thing just for us tracking them a little bit better here's the conversations category refers to own penis that's plus 10 points that's a big one somebody might say something like oh man like the little soldier really is having a a tough time in this this uh skydiving outfit <laughs> yes oh i should point out we didn't mention this at the top but unless otherwise noted the uh the stuff we're talking about will only score you points once per location that is very important if if you and the if you're the bachelorette and the contestant are in like a hot tub and they kiss you get points for that but that's all you get points for until they leave the hot tub and they kiss in the ocean or whatever. We are pretty liberal about this. Like, if somebody is in the pool and they get onto a couch, we will have friends that will be like, different location! It's a different location. I think if they have to move the cameras, right, it's a different location. <laughs> yeah. um, that's That just keeps from, like, if you get, like, a particularly handy batch, then, like, or, or a particularly handy contestant, then, like, they can just score up, like, a million points in a single, you know, couch makeout or whatever. Okay, uh, refers to penis plus 10 points. Say the, these have to be exact quotes. Is the perfect place to fall in love plus five points? Yeah, um, they'll do a lot of intros to like a new city or location, and a lot of times the contestants will be prompted pretty much word for word to say that exact thing. Like, oh, I think Norway is the perfect, perfect place, place to, to fall, fall in love. love. I think Iowa is the perfect place to fall in love. <laughs> um, saying for the right reasons that's plus five points. Telling the bachelor you see a future with him, or bachelorette that you see a future with her, plus five points. Tell the bachelorette about family, plus five points. Tell the bachelorette about an ex, plus five points. Tell the bachelorette she's attractive, plus five points. Tell the bachelorette, that one's actually going to happen a lot, the telling them they're attractive. I feel like the women yeah. tell the bachelor, maybe we should tweet stunning. that. You look stunning. Literally the word stunning. Yeah, we're going to switch that. Late <laughs> game change. Change again. Literally the word stunning has to be used. That one gets used a lot for bachelorette seasons in particular. Wonderful. Uh, so not attractive, literally ex- explicitly stunning. <laughs> uh, tell bachelorette you're in love, falling in love with them. Let's do plus 10 points on that um, because you only get that one once. That's an important one. Well, we should make a distinction because a lot of times they say I'm falling in love and then like two weeks later they'll say I'm in love. I just think first one. Same you thing. Get plus 10 points. Okay. Yeah. But just for the first time, because then uh, otherwise, like the final two, just always say I love you over and over again. That would be uh, a huge point swing. So first time they say they're in love, 10 points. Then we have the bad behavior category. Now, this one's new. We used to have a lot of minus points. This was Chris Plant's genius. Chris Plant's genius idea is like, why are we, why are we 
giving them minus points. We used to subtract if they would do things. For entertaining behavior. Crying, tears and eyes, gently rolling down cheeks, visible tears, plus five points. Full-blown meltdown, that's a two additional points on top of those cries. Uh, scream fight with another man. So like a verbal argument that gets loud and heated, and you would call that a fight, a verbal fight, plus five points. If blows are exchanged, and I don't want to encourage that, but I am going to encourage it with plus 10 <laughs> points. Uh, obviously, you get obviously drunk, plus five points. Uh, swear, plus one points, maximum of five points per episode. Tattling, plus five points. Gets nude, 10 points. Requires medical attention, plus 15 points. You really have to shoot the moon for that one. So um, this changes who you draft. So previously, we would always draft these people that we thought were just these like innocent angels. But now... Husband or wife material. Now you get a real class act fuck up. A real great A mistake. This is why we drafted Lace last season because we thought Lace is going to be somebody who's going to push. I thought Lace the was going to be like the villain of the whole thing, and then I ended up and actually she was gone in like two. I know, two and I also genuinely yeah. liked her and empathized with her. Maybe so they, more than they burn out bright. Yeah. Um, caught with secret girlfriend, twenty points, big one. Yeah, These that are, happens. That happens. It's rare, but it happens. Um, we have a rule here called lame accessory. And you can only get dinged, each accessory can only get dinged once. I mention this because I took a fucking bath on Nick V. A lot of bracelets on that, He wore man. a lot of, like, zen bracelet, like, beaded necklaces and shit. And like, like, like bracelets on bracelets. Like, bracelets, like, rosary after rosary, after, like, lots of bracelets. And every time that dude rolled up, like, new location with those Everybody bracelets. Everybody would ding like, us. Yeah. We ended up losing, like, 60 points to those fucking bracelets. So, those bracelets could only lose you... Uh, actually gain you now. We've moved it over to the positive yeah. category. Uh, three points once. Hopefully they bring in a lot of accessories. Maybe they accessorize a lot. Maybe you'll get a bunch of points. Uh, exploiting your child. Don't do it. It's bad, but you do get seven points if you do do it. Yeah, this is another thing. You'll see a lot of single parents on the show who will reference their child in a way that seems like gameplay more than actual love. Yes. <laughs> so now we have the negative points. The negative points include... If you leave voluntarily, that's minus 20 points. Because we like that bad behavior, but we want you to be fucking in it. Yeah, we want to punish people who draft someone who... Is not a quitter. A, yeah, who not only is not a good match, but has chosen to leave the Has show. wasted our time. <laughs> yeah. And, and wasted JoJo's time. Uh, sent home uh, pre-rose ceremony, minus 15 points. This is bad. This is like... Um, like a two-on-one date or a one-on-one date where they just just decide it's not yeah. happening. You get sent home. That's a big hit. If you get sent or home, or if somebody like does something inexcusable, they'll get sent home. They get sent home. Yeah. Um, sent home at rose ceremony. That's minus ten points. It's bad. It's not like that's part game of the game ending. It'll probably get canceled out by one of your other members getting a rose. Yeah. Um, but it's not. It ain't good. Um, so the other negative thing, and this is going to be confusing, but bear with. If you if your contestant gets chosen for a solo date, it is minus fifteen points. Now the reason we do this, it's another balancing thing. We used to have an entirely se- a second scoring rubric for when you're on a solo date, where everything was worth less points, and we did this because it was just like if your contestant got a solo date, you would get a billion points. Yeah, you would get tons of points that week. You would get tons of points, and nobody else would get any points. Instead of doing that, to simplify it, if you get chosen for a solo date, you get minus 15 points. If you get a rose from that solo date, that cancels out, so, like, whatever. And then the only points you get are just the points you get for 
you know, for for doing the regular stuff. Yeah, because it's special one-on-one time, so it's a lot more potential to, to do things like helicopters and dancing and kissing. So you're likely going to come out positive no matter what. Unless you get sent home on that Unless date. Unless it's a really bad a, date. And then it's a 30-point negative swing, yeah. and it's really, really bad. So, like, it's a risk-reward idea. Um, otherwise, it would just be like every time you got a solo date, it would be a blowout. And then the season would boil down to who can get the most solo dates. And there's like, we're trying to move away from that. We're trying to move away from like whoever gets the most kisses and dates wins. Cause I, that's not why any of us watch the show. Um, so then there's a few other things for what we call playoff scoring. And that's when we get into the final few episodes. There's, uh, hometowns, uh, and all the hometowns things are decided by consensus vote. So don't be shitty about it. Um, but if the family approves of the contestant or of, of the bachelor and bachelorette in their union or whatever, uh, that's plus 10 points. If they're neutral, you can't really tell. It's just plus five points. If they disapprove, it's minus five points. Uh, if there's a, if they have a cool family, that's plus 10 points. Give me an example. Of what do you think a cool family is? Like Ben's mom we thought was real cool. Who was, um, who was Sean's family? When they like played, or was Chris. it Chris's family who played like Ghost in the Graveyard out in the farm? And like, yeah, we were like, this is a super cool family. It's a cool family. Uh, lame family, minus five. You know, I was the dentist. Like, uh, what season? The chiropractor? Chiropractor. I liked him actually. I thought he was a cool, kind of a cool dad. Whatever. <laughs> uh, that's minus five points. Uh, also, these are when the bachelor, these are when the contestants have to plan their own dates. So there's one for that too. If they plan a good date, plus five points. They plan a shitty yeah, date. Yeah, and this is points. this has been confirmed. The producers, when they're coming to your hometown, will actually ask you, the contestant, to identify some spots for filming. So we know that they do have a hand in this. So Lauren, be like, who took him to the toy? Oh, Kayla took him. Kayla zero zero one. Like yeah. took him to a toy factory. Like all right, that's a weird, cool, neat yeah. date. Um, so good date plus five, lame date minus five. Fantasy suite, if you stay overnight, that's plus five points. Cool. Most of the time, that's what happens. Uh, that's why it's not worth very much. Doesn't stay overnight, minus 10 points. Maybe you don't get invited. Maybe you turn it down. You didn't come to play, minus 10 points. <laughs> uh, if you obviously hook up, there's another one up to consensus, and we base it on, and our basis is, <laughs> is fucking animalistic and terrible. But if there's subtitles, onomatopoetic subtitles, <laughs> that is an obvious hookup. A if, lot of If times, you're watching Muted and in a black bar with white letters, the word schlorping appears. <laughs> that is an obvious hookup. A lot of times, they'll do just a very casual, like they're sitting on a couch, camera pulls back, that's it. That's not obviously hooking up. Obviously hooking up is like going into a bedroom, shutting the doors, and then there's there's captions that say like like muffled groans. <laughs> That's an obvious hookup. Yeah. Um. Uh. And there could also be like they just say something, you know, like oh oh neat, you know, the stuff people say when they have sex. Oh yeah, yeah, like um, like rad, rad boner. So for the finale, <laughs> uh, finale, there's only two things really. JoJo's family approves. Of the union, it's plus fifteen points. Jojo's family does not approve. Minus ten points. It's bachelorette, so both boys are going to propose. If the proposal gets rejected, it's minus ten points. If it gets accepted, it's plus a whopping thirty points for the big victory. By that point, things should probably have been decided. But if not, that will certainly decide it. And that's it. 
Um, so again, we've changed these rules a lot. We've balanced everything out. It used to be like kissing got you more points than anything else, which was looking back on it, kind of a bad way to do it. Yeah. It was just nice to get those like quick wins, you know, those quick wins, but like, it's the thing that they do the most. It's, it's weird that like kissing was worth more. Lauren B and Ben were not big, affectionate people. That's true. So maybe in using these rules, they would have, whoever had Lauren B, which was, us, we didn't win last season. Though. No, not we even lost. Close. We lost wildly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so these rules, I think, are going to balance things out, keep things a little bit more even, keep it from being a total blowout, make the teams more interesting. Um. It's all a work in progress. I'm sure they'll be different next year. I'm really happy with them. I'm very, very happy with them. I looked online at a lot of other rules, and like they look like the rules we were using a long time ago, where it was just <laughs> like every every season was just like this, oh this, i got 700 points and you got 50 points oh well, that's this, not this good. evolution i think has done the game favors yes so again we're gonna put these up on the facebook group go to the rose buddies facebook group you can find the list there can you just post a word document there i don't want to text and copy and paste all these whatever um we'll figure something out okay we got to end the show because we've been going an hour and 24 minutes i'm very excited for next week <laughs> when's the start is it on sunday i think it's monday I don't think they're doing like a Sunday night preview. Monday will be the 23rd. Yeah, that's it. Here's Monday, May 23rd at eight, 9, 8 central. Baby, I'm like... Back in the saddle. So excited. Final thoughts before we dip in to The Bachelorette. Hopes, aspirations, dreams. What I... would you like to see from a JoJo season of The Bachelorette? I was disappointed in Ben's season because I thought we never really got to learn anything at all about Ben. I'm hoping that is not true with JoJo. I'm hoping we get to see some real character from JoJo because that makes a huge difference. You saw a lot of, from uh, Ocean Pig Date on, you saw a lot of character from JoJo. And I, I just, I hope there's more of that. But there's a, this show has a way of being very antiseptic. Yeah, there's just stars. so much to get done that I feel like The Bachelor and Bachelorette often just spend a lot of time doing procedural work of like, oh, here's where we went, and this is what we did, and this is who was there, and this is what he was wearing, and this is what he said, and it's like, well, wait, there's no personality here. I want some personality. I hope we get some of that from the, from the guys, too, because I feel like last season it picked up near the end, but like a lot of it was just like a lot of the women just kind of standing around, not doing a whole lot. Uh, I will say, uh, this is a great time to get some new friends into the show. Now that we are back in our core competency, um, go ahead and share this episode and get more people watching with you. Yeah. Um, I think the fantasy rules are a good way to onboard people because then you add a game element to it. Man, add a game element to something like I'll watch anything. Yeah. I'll watch any old shit. Um, so yeah, Bachelorette, May 23rd, 98 Central. See you there. Download the rules, get a game together, draft your first person before the show starts, and uh, may the odds <laughs> be ever in your favor, Hunger Games. I'm so fucking tired. Me too. I'm like sweating up a storm. You want to end this? Yeah. Uh, until next time, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Rachel McElroy. When you're ready. Stay with us on this journey of joy. Spoiler alert! She ends up with Soldier Boy. Right, Reese's. Right, Reese's. Oh, I'm